0: Hello, everybody. How the heck are you? This is Wayne Trammell. And this, of course, is the Long Distance Work Life Podcast, the show where we desperately try to make sense of things like remote work and hybrid work and generally keeping the weasels at bay during all of that stuff. Thank you for joining us. This is a marissa episode, as is often the case when I have an interesting guest to talk to and by golf not that marissa's not interesting heaven forbid you take that inference uh but we have a different guest with us today uh i am joined by scott lyons scott is with greenlink payroll and we will explain the connection there in just a moment scott how are you man
1: i'm doing great thanks so much for having me i will hope to be as good as marissa would be
0: A high bar indeed, and thank you for being had. Uh, Real quick, who are you and what's Greenlink?
1: Yeah, again, my name's Scott Lyons, Greenlink HCM. We're an HCM provider, but really our focus is leveraging the technology to create a culture of learning and align values. How are you able to help people find you, bring that talent in, and then make sure you're creating that learning
0: path that's going to have a real value to them, and that's where we focus on. All right. So first of all, since we try to be a relatively acronym free zone, HCM is
1: Human Capital Management. So just how you're managing your most important asset, your people.
0: And this, of course, becomes even more important when people are not in a central location. I mean, I, I just to kind of do the idiots version of this, you know, it used to be we were all in the office and there was an office or a whole floor of a building full of filing cabinets where the nice lady from HR would live. And if you needed your payroll or your resume or whatever, all that stuff went through there. The problem, of course, not the problem, but the challenge is now this is all done digitally.
1: And I mean, that's basically what we're talking about. Yeah. You know, and it's always and whether you're sitting across from an employee or they're across the country, it's still about how are you connecting with them? How are you aligning your value? How are you creating that engagement, that experience that's going to help, that's going to resonate with them?
0: Yeah. And while a lot of people may uh, miss the personal touch and, you know, some people actually enjoy talking to the nice lady from HR. Uh, but, technology and artificial intelligence and all of this stuff allows us to do some things that couldn't be done when it was one person sitting at a desk and paint the picture for me because you know that I am somewhat of a skeptic about technology but paint the ideal picture for me how does good HCM software um, change the experience for the worker particularly one who isn't in the office. Yeah. So a lot of it
1: has to do again with how you leverage that and connect with them early on, you know, you and I, when we were even out at HR tech, a few weeks ago, that whole idea of onboarding came up and I'll just use that as an example, if you're okay with me using that. Absolutely. So Wayne, when is an employee the most excited about their job? Do you ever think about that? It might be that moment where that offer letter comes over. I've seen grown men call up their mom, Hey mom, I got a new job. So you go through all this effort uh, to woo them, to hire them. You make that connection. And so they sign a a digital offer letter, do their digital signature. Email goes out with this link to take them out to onboarding. And what do most companies do? Uh, we need to get your W-2, your direct deposit. We need to get all this information. And look, you have to get that information. It's great to get it early on. Right, it's yeah. death by Yeah, it's just, okay, they're excited. Now they're going through, Huh. this is what working here is like. What kind of experience are you giving? So wouldn't it be much more impactful if the first thing you ask is send a survey to them? What do you need this to be? How do you want to grow? What are the things that you need to learn here? What do you want to see 30, 60, 90 days out? six months out, you know, start building that career path out for them. But then also connect with them. What are you passionate about? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Now I'll have HR leaders say, oh, Scott, shouldn't we have found those things out during the interview process? And I'm thinking, well, personally, I'm in sales for most of my career. I know how to say the right things to an interviewer. I know people hear what they wanna hear, but now you're gonna engage in a different way. Now, why this is so impactful, Wayne, is so then on day one, they have a tailored onboarding learning program that's going to show what their career is going to be. Here's the path that we're gonna take based on what you're wanting to do here. We're gonna clearly define that first 30, 60, 90 days, that first 12 months. Um, I think a good thing to do is connecting them to their peers during that onboarding, or actually pre-boarding. You know before they even come on board connect them so you can start to create that peer accountability but taking it away from the professional side and even bringing it over to the personal side hey you mentioned a few things about yourself uh, you had said that you like to cook we enrolled you in these three online cooking classes i hope you enjoy that uh, we know you're going to be busy over the next few weeks and that first few weeks of employment So we're also sending some pre-packaged meals to your home and then you said you were very passionate about that local animal shelter now as an organization you know we support the ronald mcdonald house or big brothers big sisters whatever that may be but we know on those four days each year that we allow you and we pay you to go volunteer we know you're going to be down at that local animal shelter when by the way we donated a hundred
0: dollars to that shelter in your name okay so so let's stop there because i'm getting that this is great it's a chance to really connect on a personal level beyond just filling out forms and waiting for your password to arrive from it and you have as happens a lot when the subject of ai and technology comes up quickly veered from the really cool to the slightly creepy um And we talked about this a bit on on the floor at the conference, that I have kind of this visceral reaction when my spritz or things about me start showing up when I didn't have that discussion. Uh, So So first of all, talk me off the ledge.
1: (laughs) And you know what? Again, part of that is using it the right way. Some of that's generational too. Right. How me as a gen, X person that looks at it may be very different to that digital native Gen Z. They're used to having that type of information out there. That's part of the social aspect. They want that connection. That's a big difference. So again, it's going to, it's going to vary. That's where you also need to start using your things like your predictive analytics and start looking at those types of tools to see where the real impact is. So that's going
0: to drive the direction that you want to go with that. So
1: I get the whole creep
0: effect. So, but you you took us somewhere that I think is really important and that a lot of people don't understand what's going on. Um, I went to the HR tech conference, understanding about a quarter of what I was actually seeing, but I needed to know what the world is actually doing and where the people who employ us are looking for help and one of the things i saw and your company does this a lot of uh, there are several companies yes. I, I guess who are in that same space <laughs> it, it is both as a salesperson for you and a consumer for me but problem that you're trying to solve i think is one that we don't often think about which is hr the people that lead people need to know what's going on and so there's a lot of data that gets gathered and when you gather data it's a little bit like driving through the rear view mirror you know you know everything that's happened (laughs) but where the technology is going and depending how one feels about one's robot overlords um, the well-intentioned intention is to use this analytics to anticipate what's next and see what's out there. What are your clients doing with this uh, with this analyzed data and crunch numbers? You know, and like you said, it's,
1: it was always in hindsight before. It was a snapshot of hindsight, which is great. But people would take surveys, it'd be presented to the executive team, and then it would just kind of go off into the ether because they didn't know what to do with it. The idea behind the predictive analytics is really understanding and building out those what if scenarios and what it's going to look like long term. So maybe you're finding, you're, you know, what we're talking about here, somebody has 20 different locations. Why are these two performing better than this one or are these 10 over here? We're going to collect that data. We're going to figure that out. And part of how we're using that data is we're actually talking to the people that are there. That's where a lot of this data is coming from along with the performance, the productivity, the revenue. Okay. Then how do we go and replicate that over here? We're taking the best things and just that's where it drives. It gives you that model of what it's going to look like, what you've done in the past, past performance is great, but how do we replicate that and move that forward? How do we know our turnover at these two locations is too high? Why? Okay. Let's figure that out. Let's use that data so that we can predict we're seeing in the first 90 days, we're losing these employees in these locations. And here's why it seems to be happening. Let's change this. All of a sudden that turnover starts to go down, you know, and that's simply what you're trying to do is figure out what it's going to be and how you grow it better.
0: Are your customers, And I mean, you're seeing what your customers see. Are they seeing a difference in retention, for example, between on-site employees and remote employees? And what are the kinds of things that are making people stay or not?
1: I think the thing that what's making people stay is the flexibility, having the ability. A lot of them want to know, okay, if I'm going to work here, I. Two days a week, great. I'll be in the office two days a week. These other three I'm out. You know, for me, I'm completely remote and have been. Uh, you know, Closest fellow employee to me is 500 miles away. I'm okay with that. Again, that's finding out what people want. Um, <laughs> what they're doing is our clients, and I think in general organizations are getting much, much better of managing remote employees the right way. And there's a a few things with that. Um, Connecting with them early, as we've said, then making it impactful right away with a clear learning path, and then clearly aligned values. I talked to an organization this morning. It was all about their core values. That's great Do your employees. Understand what those core values are, And are they connected with them? You do that if you connect with somebody on that level, you've gone from having a B2B relationship, business to business. We try to talk to our clients about, why don't you create a more of a consumer experience for your employees? Make it B2C, brand loyalty. They'll look at me like I'm crazy. brand loyalty within your organization. That's where I'm seeing the impact really coming from is when you give people options, Not everybody wants to work remote. You may not be the right fit for them. Get that figured out earlier rather than later. But when you figure it out, connect with that right employee in a meaningful
0: and impactful way for them. Um, That's that's great stuff. And, And I've been kind of ruminating on the lessons learned from my time walking the floor and and talking to folks at the conference, and something occurred to me. And software like Greenlink or whatever, um, you know, as always, appearance on this show does not mean a blessing or a recommendation. It's just out there. Um, but one of the things that's really important that I was hearing a lot from businesses at the show is that you know, up until now, when we talk about employee development, it's tended to be a linear, uh, you know, if you take these courses, you'll get this job kind of thing. And And there's only so many of those jobs to go around. And depending on where you are, right, if I'm young, I'll take every course I can get because I'm ambitious, and I want to learn stuff. And, you know, I reach your age, and you've got middle school, high school aged kids, and your definition of what you wanna do and what development means for you is gonna be different than an old guy like me who's seeing the finish line. And the only visible promotion is for my boss to retire so I get her job. And since that's not going to happen anytime soon, uh, it's real easy for me to get bored and not get developed. This to me is a big piece of what these analytics can do uh, that we haven't done a real good job with up until now.
1: Yeah. You know, so going back to that whole idea of like, let's create this learning path for them. That's going to be a part of their career, that roadmap for them uh, right from the start. Now, two things with that. First of all, most companies will, you mentioned that all of a sudden it's getting kind of boring. Someone's got to quit. Well, you may have been there five years before that happens. Then all of a sudden, oh, okay, Wayne wants to go, or he's gonna leave if we don't promote him. And then they start looking at that career path. Why are you waiting that long? You know, doing it early on is important. But here's the thing, oftentimes through the analytics, through that learning roadmap, Wayne, you find out this really, you know, we got them going in on this path, but maybe their skills that you didn't know they had and they didn't know they had, take them a different direction a better direction for the company and for them. That's where those analytics and that culture of learning becomes powerful. They may have been going down a certain path, may have had a four-year degree training and all these things. They didn't know that they were gonna be passionate about this, that's how it becomes. So you're upskilling, reskilling, and right-skilling people for the right direction
0: for your organization. I think one thing that this occurs to me is this is a potential answer for the problem that organizations with hybrid and remote teams have, which is the nuclear teams get really tight and really good at what they do, but there's a lack of knowledge about the rest of the organization or visibility to other parts of the company that maybe it might be a lateral move, but it might be an exciting one. And that companies can address that problem of not finding people internally who are sitting there and would be a good fit.
1: Yeah, exactly. And that's just, I hear companies say, well, we want to promote within." And in fact, recently talking, and what's interesting about this is this was a manufacturing firm. So often we're talking about culture and learning so much of it's driven maybe towards more white collar jobs, but we're seeing it manufacturing, finding skilled labor, and they have a lot of their workforce is out and about. And she says, Scott, we have a lot of talented people. They just don't have the skills yet. Okay. Let's figure out what those skill what skills are best suited for them. That's where creating that culture of learning becomes powerful. They're going to grow those employees. They're going to connect with them in the right way. You know, set them on a path. Like you said, you may not have realized the company and the employee may not have realized that the path, that was the path, but that's powerful. That gets people, you're empowering them and it just changes the direction of your organization when you can do that for
0: employees. That is a great place to leave this. The only thing that I would add to what you've just said, that... You know, any of these systems are only as good as the information they get in, which means it's incumbent on the employee to take part in the surveys and give honest answers. And if you're interested in stuff, what are you interested in? And are you actively saying the employee, if they're going to have the freedom not to be in the office all the time and they are trusted to get their work done and do all that good stuff, they should also then own their development and their growth. And so therefore they need to interact and be part of this as much as they are willing or able to do so.
1: And you know what, when some of that is generational also, yeah. you know, I always sat there, can you give me the information I need? Generation Z is saying, I know what direction I want to go here.
0: And they want to take ownership of their learning. That is fabulous. Scott Lyons from Greenlink. Uh, Greenlink Payroll, technically, Uh, if that is that, I am going to remove you from the screen for just a moment while I tell everybody if you want links to Scott's LinkedIn profile or Greenlink or any of that good stuff. You can find it at longdistanceworklife.com. That's our website. You will find the transcript for show, links to everything that we've talked about. If you are interested in developing your long-distance leadership skills, We urge you to take advantage of our four part video series, uh, the link to which Demystifying Remote Leadership is on the site at longdistanceworklife.com. Of course, if you haven't yet read Long Distance Leader, or long distance teammate, that might not be a bad plan. And if you have questions, comments, vicious personal attacks, if you would like a question addressed on the show, you can address that to me, Wayne at kevinikenberry.com, or Marissa at KevinEikenBerry.com. She is rapidly becoming the far more popular of the two of us and I don't blame you a bit. Uh, Thank you for joining with us. You know, don't let the weasels get you down and we'll see you on another episode of the long distance work.